0: forsake you, the Lord declares he'll be with us, and that's good news to me. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you, God, for your love that is new every morning. Father, we bless you. Morning everybody. I just needed a moment to be with my father. I understand protocol and I understand process, but I'm just so grateful for the love, the Lord's love this morning. Hallelujah. I need you, Lord. Go with, go with me if you can. To Colossians chapter 1. The book of Colossians chapter 1. I want us to look at verses 19 through 22. Colossians chapter 1 verses 19 through 22. I just want to say something really quick. I'm so grateful for those who are working behind the scenes. Uh, They have worked tirelessly. I know we saw our praise team and I want to thank them. I want to thank Pastor Cole and his diligence. I want to thank Bree who's in the back helping with our kids. I want to thank Mr. Cole who's always ensuring that we can pay the bills. It's just so many. Minister Chantel for her prayers and her sacrifice in the house of the Lord. Just thank you, thank you, thank you for Dre and his wife Charlotte working behind the scenes. There's many that you do not see that allows what we do on Sunday mornings to go forth. So I just want to thank those behind the scenes. Colossians chapter one. I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. I want to look at verse number 19, and I'm going to read the 22. It reasons thus, for it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Verse 21 says, and you, somebody say, that's me. Who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works yet now he has reconciled oh that's good news verse 22 says in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight I want to look at verses 19 and 20 again for it pleased the father that in him all the fullness should dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. For many of you who watched on last week, I started this series called Beyond Repair. Beyond Repair. It's a series on reconciliation. And I talked about the plight of reconciliation. Yet even understanding this weight of reconciliation, that rest on our lives. Many believers still struggle with fulfilling the Lord's will for reconciliation. It doesn't matter if we understand the weight, it's still difficult to fulfill God's will for reconciliation. And as a quick recap, we learned last week that we've been given this burden, this weight, or better yet, this plight of reconciliation. And this plight has been given to us. I said this last week, because we are the manifestation of reconciliation that, that's why we've been given this plight. we've been given this plight because we have the mandate of reconciliation. we've been given this plight because we've been given the message of reconciliation that that message is in our belly and watch this we 're also called to be the mediators of reconciliation yet 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 this plight does not make The process of reconciliation easier for many I don't know about you I can understand that we've been given a message we've been given a mandate I can understand that I'm the manifestation of reconciliation but it does not make the process easier And somebody may be saying, why? Because if we can be honest, and as I stated last week, our flesh, and even as my wife has declared this morning, can get in the way to the fulfillment of reconciliation. I don't know about anybody else, but my flesh gets in the way of me reconciling with many. For many, the pain of brokenness makes it hard to reconcile. You can be all deep as you want to, but pain can get in the way. The past of, of brokenness can make it hard to reconcile. There, there, there's some history to this brokenness. And watch this, especially the people that caused the brokenness can make it hard to reconcile. Cause listen, th- these people, and I said it on last week. I don't want to deal with them. They, they, they get on my nerves. I can't, I can't stand them. My flesh gets riled up even in their presence. The, the, the people make it hard to reconcile because brokenness. Watch this always leaves residue whenever a relationship is broken there's going to be some residue that's left there's going to be some pain there's going to be a past and there's going to be some people and it's the residue that challenges our flesh and it's that residue that serves as resistance to reconciliation I don't know about nobody else but the residue gets in the way of me reconciling the pain gets in the way, the past gets in the way, and the people definitely get in the way. So, so I think it's critical to understand, and as we pursue reconciliation, we must acknowledge and accept that wherever there's brokenness, there'll always be pain. We've got to get to a level in our maturity and our walk with God to understand that wherever there's brokenness, there will always be pain. But hear this. I think the greater news is, is that despite the pain, that does not negate God's plan for reconciliation. I, I, I can reconcile despite the pain. We must be reminded of what Paul declared in Romans 8:28, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. That means God can use and will use even the pain of our brokenness as we pursue reconciliation. I know we may not like that, but God can use our pain. We may not like the pain of brokenness, but God will use it to work together. Watch this for his plan. Uh, We may not like the past of brokenness, but God will use it to work together. Watch this for his plan. And watch it, We may not even like the people that cause brokenness, but God will use them to work together for his plan. That's good news to me. Therefore, it's critical as we pursue reconciliation that we have a greater revelation of God's plan for reconciliation. I know I didn't give you all my title yet, but hear this this morning, we're going to talk about God's plan for reconciliation. I talked about the plight of reconciliation, but I want to talk about God's plan. So so as I pursue reconciliation, I've got to get a greater revelation of God's plan. Because the pain, the past, and even the people won't bother our flesh as much. Did y'all hear what I just said? The pain, the past, and the people that caused my brokenness will not bother my flesh as much when I get a greater revelation of God's plan for reconciliation. And here lies one of the reasons that many believers fail to reconcile is because we can't see how God uses brokenness to work together for our good. One of the major reasons why many of us have failed to reconcile with some folk in our life is because we can't see how God uses the brokenness even for his plan. And here's where we find the Apostle Paul in our text revealing God's plan for reconciliation and what that means for the lives of believers. That's me and you that have been given the plight of reconciliation. It is my prayer that through our foundational text this morning that we understand God's plan is greater than our pain. I hope y'all just heard what I just said. I've got to understand this morning that God's plan for reconciliation is greater than my pain. That is God's plan for reconciliation is revealed. That we pursue reconciliation in every broken relationship concerning us. I know y'all don't like this. This is a a Valentine's Day message y'all. So let's look at the text. Let's look at verse number 19. The Bible says, for it pleased the father that in him all the fullness should dwell. Here's what I want you to know. The hope for reconciliation is always in the heart of God. God God always has this level of hope for reconciliation in his heart. Uh, so so because watch this reconciliation is the intent of God so if you're taking notes the first thing I want you to know that reconciliation is the intent of God so so here's a word, word of wisdom before I go to further in my my sermon today a good litmus test is if you have the heart of God is do you hope for reconciliation in all your broken relationships y'all know we like to say that I've got God's heart I'm a woman or a man after God's heart well if you don't care about reconciliation and if hope for reconciliation is not in your heart then maybe you don't have the heart of God because you can't have a heart after God and not have hope for reconciliation I noticed what our text says this morning uh, concerning God's heart for reconciliation. The Bible said it pleased the father. And one Greek translation of the word pleased in our text means, watch this, gladly chosen. Oh, I like that. It, it means gladly chosen. So that means not only does God desire reconciliation, but he delights in it. Oh, somebody say he delights in it. And herein lies one of the reasons or problems with many believers when it comes to reconciliation. Many of us don't desire reconciliation. And watch this: if we choose to pursue it, we definitely don't delight in it. Oh, y'all! Y'all thought y'all had the heart of God. In other words, pursue recon- reconciliation with great joy. We have too many to include believers that delight in the divorce. Y'all don't delight in reconciliation. Y'all like, you you know you got some folk that love to hear gossip about divorce and they delight in the divorce. We love when one sister is not getting along with another sister and we delight in the division. And many of us, watch this, we delight in the dissension. Y'all love to see folk going back and forth on social media. We don't delight in reconciliation, but we delight in the things of the devil our delight must be watch this in reconciliation for in God's plan for reconciliation his intent is reconciliation I've got to know that God's heart is always to hope for reconciliation and if I want to declare that I have the heart of God I've got to know that that's his plan Uh, notice this we may not like this but if reconciliation please the father then reconciliation should also please those that claim to follow him did y'all hear what I just said? We got a lot of folk that claim to follow God and if washes, if his heart or God, it pleases God for reconciliation, then it should also please those that follow him. Oh, if too often we must be persuaded, pushed and prodded into reconciliation, we got to ask ourselves, do I really follow him? That's a good question. I don't know about y'all, but somebody put that in a comment box for me. Do I really follow him? Think about every broken relationship in your life. Do you desire and watch this. Do you delight in reconciliation? It's some folk that I'm not in relationship with now, but you know what? I delight in the very fact that reconciliation, watch this, it's possible. Oh, I want reconciliation to be possible in my life. I don't know about nobody else. Because if we follow him, we should do what pleases the father. Some of y'all need to check, do you really follow God? It Notice this It pleases the father When we lead for peace with all men That means when I'm the bigger person That's Matthew 5 and 9 God it pleases the father When I can take initiative And say even if they don't come to me Even if they don't call me Watch this even if they don't text me I'm going to make the first step to reconciliation it, it pleases the father When we lead for peace Watch this it pleases the father When we live in peace with all men That's 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2 some of y'all don't care if you live in peace with all men because listen this one just get on my nerves too much and I can't live in peace with that one well that don't please the father it pleases the father watches when we long for peace with all men that's Romans 12 18 broken relationships should never make you feel comfortable You've got too many folk that are comfortable with brokenness. You've got too many folk that don't care if they don't call me no more, if they don't talk to me no more, if I never see them again. And God says that it pleases him when we long for peace with all men. And hear this, this peace requires reconciliation. I said it last week. Some of y'all probably said, well, Pastor Keith, the only peace I have is when I'm not in their face. That's not peace. Tell your neighbor that's not peace. And here's a word of wisdom. Your ability to prosper is tied to your obedience to do what pleases the Father. Okay, I hope y'all just heard what I just said. The reason why some of us lack prosperity in our lives is because we don't do what pleases the Father. My ability to prosper, my ability to have the things of God is tied to my obedience to do what pleases the Father. And that includes reconciliation. So watch this. The hold up on a lot of stuff that I might be asking God for, maybe it's because I chose not to reconcile. I'm going to give you a Bible because I don't think y'all are hearing me. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 25. For those of you who are taking notes, somebody do me a favor, put this in the comment box. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 25. I what the text says. He who is of proud heart stirs up strife, but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. This means if you're too prideful to reconcile, then prosperity will never be your portion. Ooh. I hope y'all just caught what I just said. Many of us... You know what we do? We think that uh, we're better than what we really are. So they're not worth even being in my life. And what God says is, you're really too prideful to even reconcile, and prosperity will never be your portion. Oh, help us today, God. So maybe the reason that many believers have failed to walk in prosperity is because many never had the will to live in peace. Watch this, with all men. Reconcile with all men Because if it's the father's intention To reconcile Then so should it be for all his followers If God says It pleases me That the very fullness of all Dwell within me In other words, be reconciled with him It should be my desire as well Yep, the one that cussed you out You should want to reconcile with them. The one that cheated on you You should want to reconcile with them. The one that slandered your name you should want to reconcile with them because it please it's the intent of the father. So hear this for our little Valentine's Day message today. I want you to know that reconciliation is the intent of God. Now, let's look at verse number 20. The Bible says, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Reconciliation reveals, watch this, who God is. I want y'all to stay with me. Reconciliation will always reveal who God is. Therefore, when we pursue and manifest reconciliation, it serves as a reflection of the God that we say we serve. Oh, here's my second point. Uh, uh, Reconciliation, it it reveals the image of God. Uh, Somebody say the image of God. Because God's plan and reconciliation is that his image be revealed. Uh, Notice what our foundational text says. It says to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Y'all got to stay with me. Both the creator and his creation were intended to be an image of wholeness. When, 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 when we see this in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it reminds us that God created both the heavens and the earth. And his creation, watch this, was called good. Somebody say, good. But, but hear this, one Hebrew translation of this word good, it, it means agreeable, or in agreement, or better yet, um, whole. It, it, that word, when God says that this thing is good, he's saying it's, it's, it's whole. Uh, so stay with me, because the fall of man broke what God created whole. Reconciliation not only reflects God's original intent, but it also reflects God's original image. Oh, do y'all see what I'm saying? Because the fall of man broke what God called whole. And whenever we reconcile, not only does it reveal God's intent, but it's now he says, now, yeah, 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 you're revealing my original image. Somebody say original image. So the critical question we got to ask ourselves is, do we reflect the image of God? Because God's image is revealed in our lives by not how much you pray, but how much you pursue reconciliation. You got folk that think they of God because you can lay your behind on the altar for several hours. No, I want to see how well you can pursue reconciliation with the one that talked about you behind your back. God says you revealing my image. It's not, watch this, it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. Not how much we attend church, but how often we choose reconciliation. Y'all know we know how to choose to cut folk off, but do you choose reconciliation? The image of God, the image of God. And watch this, not how much scripture we know, but how willingly we seek reconciliation. God don't care how much you pray. God don't care how much you attend church. God don't care how much scripture you know, because his image in your life is revealed by how well you seek reconciliation. Oh, action neighbor, do I look like God? The sad reality is that we have too many continually that learn the things of God, but never look like God. And here lies one of the reasons why believers have a difficult time, and not just believers, but, but yeah, believers have a difficult time helping the lost reconcile back to God. Because we're too busy telling the lost about what we've learned about God, but never looking like God. Y'all know that? We we know how to do this. We know how to do church. We know how to run around the church. We know how to look like we got ourselves together, but we never look like God. We love telling the lost about how well my pastor preaches, but nobody looks like God. Oh, somebody say I want to look like the image of God. The image image of God. and, And watch this. We will only reach the lost when we reflect the image of God and the reflection of God is revealed, watch this, in reconciliation. When God realized that man, Adam and Eve, broke what he considered whole, he said, I've got to reconcile things, I make things, watch this, whole again. So he says, I'm going to send my son to die for them on the cross, that things might be made whole. So God is saying, if you really want to look like me, everything that is broken, Everything that is not whole in your life, every relationship that has gaps, God says, if you want to look like me, pursue reconciliation. We don't like that. Notice what Genesis 1:27 declares. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. The Bible said, so God created man in his own image, and in the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them because we were created in his image. And I heard one preacher say it like this. Not only were we created um, um, to represent him, uh, as believers we were created to represent God, but we were also created to represent God. Did y'all hear what I just said? Many of us, we like to represent God. We like to say, this is the church I go to, I'm minister such and such, I'm apostle such and such. we, We represent God, but we're also called, here's the greater thing, when you go on your job, do you represent him? When I'm in the public, do I represent him? So so we're called to not only represent him, but represent him. So in other words, in the face of disconnect, do you represent him? That's a good question to ask yourself. In the face of the dispute, do you represent him? In the face of even the disdain, do you represent him? What do I do when I'm faced with disconnect? Do I just say, no, I ain't going to deal with them? What do I do in the face of dispute? Do I want to just get my point across or do I pursue reconciliation? Because if I pursue reconciliation, watch this, I represent him. And and, and I want you all to understand something. Whatever you do in the face of disconnect, dispute, and disdain, you do represent him. it's only here's the truth of the matter is what do you represent to those that you're saying about the God you say you serve oh y'all gotta help me today because your response to reconciliation reveals the reflection of the God you say you serve your complacency with the disconnect your complacency with the dispute and your complacency with the disdain watches does damage to the image of God And this is why in God's plan for reconciliation, it is to reveal the image of God. So watch this. I'm almost done with my Valentine's Day message, y'all. Reconciliation is the intent of God. Reconciliation also serves to reveal the image of God. And let's look at verse 21, and I'll be out your way. The Bible says, and you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled. Hear this. The depth of our relationship with God is dependent upon our pursuit of reconciliation. Y'all got to stay with me. Y'all know how we love to say, oh, I got this real deep relationship with God. No, it's dependent upon uh, um, how well you pursue reconciliation. I'm going to tell you why. And here lies one of the problems, uh, um, one of the reasons that God's intent was to reconcile with all men so that all men might experience intimacy with God so here's here's my last point Uh, reconciliation god's plan for reconciliation is so that we might experience intimacy with god intimacy with god Uh, uh, that's good news that god said uh, my my intent is that you experience intimacy with me notice what our foundational text says we were prior to reconciliation with god notice what it says and you somebody say that's me who were once alienated and enemies in other words we were both apart from God and we were also adversaries with God oh what a sad tragedy that God didn't just say no this just it is one thing you know how y'all can um what's the word kabli I don't know I'm not pronouncing it in the most proper manner but you can split and you can be cool with the split. Right. Y'all know how you can be cool with the split. But God says when we're apart, you're not only apart from me, but you're also my adversary. So God said I had to reconcile you because not only were you apart from me, but you were my adversary. And even more, despite what you may believe, when you fail to reconcile with another, you're not just apart from them. You're their adversary. Oh, y'all don't like that. Uh, don't believe me. Just consider your mind. Uh, somebody say consider my mind. Notice where our text says that we were apart from God and adversaries with God. The text says, in your mind. And if we can be honest with ourselves concerning our broken relationships, in your mind, you can't stand them. You might be apart, but you're an adversary with them. Oh, somebody say, I can't stand them. In your mind, you are sick of them. Say, they're my adversaries. And in my mind, watch this. If let some bad happen to them, you're not even sad concerning them. Somebody say adversary. adversary. You're, you're, you're a part and you're an adversary. So he, he. I want you all to understand something. Reconciliation has nothing to do with proximity. Tell your neighbor, it has nothing to do with proximity. Oh, so, so so I want to be able to get to a place Where although I may not be in their presence But they don't I, I don't have in my mind I can't stand them I don't, I don't want that to be my testimony I don't want to be in my mind Where I'm sick of them And watch this If something If that that's supposed to be My brother and sister in Christ And a part of the body I want to be sad When something bad happens to them uh, In our mind In our mind The good news is, despite us being apart from God and adversaries with God, watch this, it was the love of God and his desire to love um, um, him that God reconciled with us. God said, because uh, the love, the Bible says that God is love. And it was the love of God that caused him to say, "I, I can't allow my child, my daughter, my son to be apart from me. Somebody say intimacy. Notice this. This is why the Lord declared this in Jeremiah 31 and 3. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3. He said, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Oh, what a good message on this morning. Therefore, with loving kindness, watch this, have I drawn you? Why is this significant? Because your proximity to another will determine your depth of intimacy with another. Now, this is where proximity comes into place. The, the, the closer I am with the individual, it will determine the depth of my intimacy. You, somebody say, I need to ask married folk. I ask, married. Well, ask married folk, if you get close to your spouse, the depth of your intimacy will be different. The question you got to ask yourself, why is this concerning broken relationships, is how much do you want to love them? Mm, somebody say how much do I want to love them And and how intimate do you want to be with them Oh that's a critical question uh, and, and watch this Because here's the good news You may get to determine the depth of your love With somebody that you have a broken relationship with But you don't get to dictate the demand to love Did y'all hear what I just said This is why I, 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 Somebody made a comment about the message last week that, that don't mean, if I, if I have an a, a art with one of my friends and something happens really bad, that don't mean I have to be buddy-buddy with them. I don't have to be buddy-buddy with them again, all right? Because I determine the depth, the depth of my love. Somebody say, I determine the depth. But I do not dictate the demand to love. So, so watch this. N- notice what Jesus declared this in John 13, verses 34 through 35. A new commandment I give you, you can be way cross town and I can still love you. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. I know they did you wrong, but I still love you. I know that they hurt you that bad, but I still can love them. For disciples, watch this. Intimacy with one another is not up for consideration. It's a command. And therefore we've been commanded To reconcile with one another I know y'all don't like that this morning and hear this your disconnect from others determines your devotion with God oh somebody say intimacy I hope y'all stand with me my disconnect with another person in my life determines my devotion with God what do I mean you can't be content in brokenness with another and say you love God some of us are content with the broken relationships around our lives and we just claiming, oh I love God I I pray every day I'm on my face every day no you do not love God if you're content with brokenness how do I know how do I know this is why first John chapter 4 verse 20 this is good somebody write this down in the comments first John chapter 4 verse 20 I hope y'all are going to love Pastor Keith after this message. Happy Valentine's Day. The Bible says, if someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. That's it. We got folk that come into the church that say they love God and hate their brother. Oh, y'all don't like that this morning. I don't want nobody coming back to this church. Watch this, if you hate the one that you worship with. Y'all don't like that because you know why? It's not that you hate your brother. It's really that you've revealed to yourself that you do not love God. I don't want folk in this church that don't love God. Our love for God should lead us to reconcile with one another. That's somebody on watching this morning that can't stand somebody. That's somebody who said, I'll never reconcile with them. And this is why in God's plan for reconciliation, that he desired for us to have intimacy with him. And watch this, your disconnect from another determines your devotion with God. Oh, I hope somebody's convicted this morning. It's our revelation of God's plan for reconciliation that gives us, watch this, to carry the grace or gives us the grace for the plight of reconciliation. The reason why many of us don't have the grace to reconcile is because we've never been given revelation concerning reconciliation. I've got to get this, this revelation of God's plan. Do it be, watch this. You may not be able to rewrite the past. You you may not even be able to relieve the pain of the brokenness. You may not even be able to remove the people that caused the brokenness. But watch this. It gives us strength to know God's plan, our purpose for reconciliation. Ah, It gives me strength. When I can know that God is going to use this stuff that hurt me for my good, that's good news to know. It gives me strength. It gives me strength. And watch this. His plan is that reconciliation is the intent of God. And reconciliation reveals the image of God and reconciliation. I hope this, y'all saying uh, you love everybody today, but who's that person that you hate? Reconciliation is required for intimacy with God. But I believe God has a plan. Watch this. I've revealed so much about what God receives as a result of reconciliation. But somebody may be saying, what about me? Ah, but I want us to look at verse number 22, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to be out your way. Verse 22 says, in the body of his flesh through death, to watch this, to present you holy and blameless and above reproaching his sight. In other words, God's plan for reconciliation is that we receive, watch this, our inheritance from God. Somebody say my inheritance. If I want to receive this level of inheritance, I want y'all to see the text. The Bible says that when when we're reconciled, he presents us holy, blameless, and above reproach. I'm now eligible for my inheritance. Uh, there's a heavenly reward for those that pursue reconciliation. So hear this. You can never call yourself blameless if you until you're willing to mend what is broken. Oh, I hope y'all just heard what I just said. There's some folk that think we're blameless. There's some folk that think we're holy. There's some folk that think they're above reproach. And God says, you're ineligible for your inheritance from me. I never want to get to the place where they say, you know, and I don't want, I'm, don't, don't think I'm being morbid, y'all. But if you ever get to a place where you thought that this inheritance was laid up for you and you get to the attorney's office and they say, you're ineligible. You're going to have some folk that think that God has some stuff laid up for them and God's going to say, you're ineligible. My, my, My inheritance from God is as a result of me reconciling. Watch this, not just with who you like, not just who were your best friends, not just who the ones that you think you can deal with, but watch this. Somebody say, All men. All men. I want to pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, for this revelation concerning reconciliation. God, help us, God, to reconcile with all men. God, we thank you, God, for your plan that has been revealed to us. It now allows us and gives us the strength and the grace to handle the plight of reconciliation. God is hard. God, what not, I'm not claiming that it's easy. God, the pain of brokenness is hard. God, the past when we got to think about what they did to us. God is hard. God, matter of fact, God, even the people, God, they're difficult to deal with. God is hard. But God, I pray, God, that we can receive your plan. God, as you declared in Romans 8.28, God, you can work all things together for our good. God, cause the brokenness to work together for our good, we pray. God, I thank you, God, that you're in your plan, God, that it's the intent of God for reconciliation. And God, hear this, as followers, we should be obedient to what pleases the Father. If we're followers, God, then our very intent is to reconcile with all men as well. We thank you, God, that many of us, even today, we don't look like you, we, we, we can say that we got the title Christian. We know what, we can claim what church we've been to. We can claim how long we've been saved, we baptized, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. But God, yet we don't look like you because it's some folk that we cut off and we don't care. God, it's some folk, God, that we'll cuss out and we don't care. And God, you said, if we can just reconcile, we'll reveal the image of God. And God, I pray and I thank you That, God, because you loved us so much, thank you, God, for this this sermon on today. Thank you for Valentine's Day. But, God, we thank you for your love. God, that while we were yet sinners, you sent your son to die for us. In other words, God, you reconciled with us so that we might have intimacy with you. Hear this, God. We can determine the depth of our intimacy. We ain't got to be buddy-buddy. We ain't got to be over their house 24-7. But, God, we can't love them from afar. I choose to love my enemies from afar. God, I choose to forgive my enemies, God, from afar. I choose, God, to those that hurt me deeply and wounded me badly to love them from afar. It doesn't change the demand, but we can determine the depth. And, God, I thank you and I pray, God, for everyone that's watching. I think one of the greatest tragedies for those of us that celebrate Valentine's Day is when we have a spouse and we receive nothing on Valentine's Day. We we work all day. We come expecting a gift and then we get home and there's nothing for us. God, I pray now even now. God, many of us are waiting for some things from you. But God, we don't want to come home and there's nothing for I pray, God, that we'll choose to reconcile. And, God, I pray, God, that we'll do it gladly. For, God, our inheritance from you is tied to our ability to reconcile. Let no good thing be withheld from us. But the key is, God, is that for those that walk uprightly. God, we shall be those, God, that will reconcile with all broken relationships in our life. We'll forgive them. God, we won't hold it against them. God, we won't let our flesh get riled up when we see them. But God, we can reconcile and have peace with all men. God, we love you, we adore you. And every heart that says, I need intimacy with God, and I want my inheritance from God. Say, thank God, and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There's there's somebody watching this morning. That says I don't have a relationship with God I did not realize that God loved me so much that he said I've got to reconcile with this one I did not know that there's somebody watching that did not realize that all the bad stuff that I did God said, still said I love them too much to not reconcile with them God has already put it in place where he has made the effort to reconcile with you and all you got to do is reconcile with him If that's you, when you say, I want to be in relationship with God, I want to tell you how you can do that. The Bible says we've all sinned and fallen short of his glory. That means this pastor, these in the sanctuary, all of us that call ourselves believers, we failed at some point in our lives. We realized that we were in need of a savior. If that's you, and you can confess that with your mouth and believe that with your heart, God says you can reconcile with him. Not only that the Bible says that that in John 14 6 that Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life No one comes to the father, but by me So in other words, if I want to be in relationship with the father, I've got to know that Jesus is the right Savior So not only do I need a Savior, but I got to know Jesus is the only Savior Not only that, the Bible says in the book of Romans that even the demons believe. And I want you to hear me and hear me good. You got folk that go to church that still act like they're demons. Why? Because they never allow Jesus Christ to lord over their life. I'm in a place in my life where if God don't tell me to do it, I can't do it. If God don't tell me to do it, I won't do it. In other words, you're confessing and believing in your heart. That Jesus Christ will now Lord over my life if you've confessed that and if you believe that I want to pray with you for the Bible says you're saved. father we thank you we honor you God for this one that has come thank you God that your word declares God that heaven rejoices when one comes God we rejoice now God that this one has chosen to gladly reconcile with you thank you for this message God of love on today I know it hurts some folk. I know it probably cut some of us really deep. But God, it was all worth it for this one that has come. And God, for that, we say thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you've given your life to Christ, here's what I want you to do. If you're watching on Facebook, send us an inbox message and let us know that you've given your life to Christ this this afternoon. I want to pray with you. We want to pray with you. And we want to make sure that your salvation and election is sure. And, and listen, if you can't message us, I want you to also send us an email if that's not an option for you to message us on Facebook. You can email us at churchoffice at Churchoffice at And we'll connect with you. Somebody else is watching and they say, I need to be a part of this fellowship. I've, I've never been in the four walls of your church. Pastor Keith, but I feel a connection to this church. I'd love to be your shepherd. I don't take what I do lightly. I don't do it for fan. I don't do it for reviews. I don't do it for none of that. I don't do it for likes. I do it because I've been called to do this. So if you want to be connected with a body of believers that watch this, that love God. It's not, listen, like I said today, we just trying to love God. And we ain't trying to do nothing else but love on God. And if you want to be in a place like that, I'd love to be your shepherd. We'd love to be your local family of faith. So send us a message as well via inbox and or you can send us an email at churchoffice at waytampabay.org. Listen, I love y'all. I pray you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. And listen, I want to challenge you. And I said this because I don't want, I don't want anybody to take this sermon series out of context. I said the only way that we can have strength to reconcile is when God sends the word to reconcile. Don't go on your own strength. So don't go around making a list and saying this is the one that I can't do and this is the one that I ain't dealing with this in this season. Let God lead you because watch this, I gotta have power to reconcile and there's always power in his word. So don't move until God gives you a word and I promise you God will give you power as well. Hey, I love y'all. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'm going to ask Pastor Cole to come up at this time to take us further and end us in service.
1: Praise the Lord once again for Pastor Keith. Um, and that awesome message. Remember, we want you not only to just watch it right now, but review it over again, share it over again. We have multiple ways to do that, whether it be on Facebook. We're starting to grow our YouTube page and also on our podcast. Just look up The Way Church of Tampa Bay. Pastor Keith Babb, I promise you, it will pop up. Just a couple of quick announcements before we sign off for today. Um, One, I want to thank every person that felt safe enough to come in on today and worship with us. And most importantly, all, all those At home that are are listening to this on a rebroadcast are still on live. Hello, once again, we miss you. I promise we are working diligently to bring us back together when it's the due season. And so, so just some quick announcements. We want to send out our sincerest condolences. Romans 12 and 15 admonish us to mourn with those that mourn, and with great sincerity, we want to extend our deepest condolences to our very own Miss Nicole Williams and Bree Hawkins as the uh, as they mourn in the passing of their uh, great aunt. and aunt, uh, respectively, Minister Dorothy Johnson. Please keep the family lifted in prayer during this season, but we are confident that the Lord will comfort those that mourn. Um, also, if you haven't joined in on last week we started up, please join in. You will be blessed. Our poor groups have started again. We're encouraging all those who are able to be connected and engaged with your poor group. Remember, those, these are the small group settings designed for our discipline, development, and deeper relationships. Once again, discipline, development, and deeper relationship. We have started a new study in February that will be teaching us how to deal with and deep Defeat anxiety. You can't tell me you don't have it. Come on, the pandemic is still going on. Let's let's figure out first of all what it is and how we can defeat it. And if you are connected with a poor group, if you're not connected, we would like you to be connected. Just send us an email to churchoffice at way bay.org. One more time. Churchoffice at way bay.org. Remember, we're still in February, our sermon series at 1030 a.m. every Sunday beyond repair. This series will give us uh, Revelation on the ministry of reconciliation. That's what he was talking about on this morning. Review it again. Join us and invite someone else to worship with you as well. This is the easiest way to invite somebody to church. Just tell them to log on. Somebody say log on. You know what? And also in the midst of this, this is Black History Month. They we, We're going to still keep on calling out things. Minister Serena talked to us about that on this morning. But one of the histories that I love, and you know, we, we, we're not going to go and debate it, but... Uh, Jesus was at least looking like bronze so I'm going to include him in Black History Month that's what the Bible says and I mean he had hair like like a lamb if you've never seen uh, wool. Just just check. You do your own research. Praise the Lord. He's going to be a part of my history. Here we go. And so it says, you know what? What he did? He came and he gave. So on this morning we're going to give too. And he, we're giving out of love. You know, that was one of the things that the Bible talks about. And so if you're here in person, you of course you can easily give through an offering envelope, placing it in the basket in the rear of church. We're still not touching. But also on our website. If you've never visited our website, go ahead and check it out on today. You can go straight there and click on the give button right in the upper right hand corner and get securely on our site right through PayPal and that is the way Bay.org. check us out on today also cash app is the coolest newest thing it's actually not that new but we're just really figuring it out on today if you would like to give via cash app you know you got to hit that dollar sign the way church of tb once again dollar sign the way church of tb and last but not least we're not forgetting about you you can always just mail it in and that the way you do that is PO box 28003 Tampa Florida 3682. Those are the people that know how to use the mail. Don't experiment with it. If you don't know how to use a mail, you try a postcard first, not your giving. But we're glad that you're here with us on today. And we want to welcome you back once again on next week at 1030 a.m. at on every Sunday. Do me a favor, share this broadcast one more time. Can you share this one more time? When we cut off, share it again. During this week, if if you got something out of this, share it. It doesn't matter if it's Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, next month. Share this broadcast. We thank you once again for tuning in. Can I just pray? Go ahead and grab the hand of somebody that's with you. Or if you're by yourself, that's fine too. We just want to go to God one more time. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that we've built up a place that we can call it our altar. A place to come and see you. That whatever the sacrifice we bring on this morning, God, could you consume it? Can your Holy Spirit come and dwell with us in each and every household? God, it feels like it's easy to disconnect right now, God, but we thank you for your Holy Spirit that dwells and goes over this earth that connects us back together to you, God. So if we lose any relationship, let us not lose the relationship with you, God. And then for the people that are next to us, God, help us to go back to reconcile once again, taking on everything that Pastor Keith has said on this morning and putting it into practice not just being hearer of the word but a doer of the word so we thank you once again even right now God for every person regardless of what they're going through on this morning touch them right now God we thank you one that you had the ability to do it and God you gave us the faith to know that you can do it we thank you and until next time we love you in Jesus name Amen. We'll see you all next
0: week. Be blessed. I'm confident that you didn't stumble upon this podcast by accident because God is sovereign. And whenever our sovereign God sends us a message for a reason, he wants us to respond. My prayer is that you respond by allowing the word to be planted in you so that it produces God's will for your life. Until next time, strive to not simply come to church, but to become the church.